You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with your boy Q, Locked On Steelers, Locked On Raiders, doing it as always on Friday. Q, how you doing, my man? Man, really good, man. Glad to be here with you on a Friday. We like to have fun. That's why it's a Friday. It's an F-word, fun Friday. It's how we get down, and we're getting that much closer to the season opener, my man. I'm, I'm looking forward to that September 9th game, the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay yes, Buccaneers. Sir. We'll be here to recap it, man. So I'm very excited. It's it's, it's now less than less than uh two weeks away, man. I'm very fired up about it. Yeah, yes, it is. It's, it's, it's right around the corner. F is for friends who do do stuff together, Q, and we do this show together. So there you go. Um, but uh, let's. Let, I want to get into this now. We're today's show. If you're a long time listener to the Lockdown NFL podcast, you know Q and I we like to do this game on occasion, cap or no cap, where someone says something and we're like, eh, "You capping there? You 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 seem to be fibbing a little bit there. You you doing a little doing a little much, or you're not capping and you serious? That's on point. We're gonna do that with. We had some season predictions from NFL.com. They had analysts from all over. There's that Adam Rank, uh, D'Angelo Hall, Dan Hanges, Maurice Jones, Drew, a whole bunch of Mark Mark uh, Mark Ross, Adam Shine, Mark Sessler, all these people, uh, you know, from NFL players to NFL analysts, uh, you know, breaking down and, and ranking their guys for different awards. Q. So we're gonna go award by award in this show and give some cap or no cap on the feedback. So Q, we're gonna lead off with the most important one. That's MVP. Ooh. Now, yeah, I'm 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 gonna leave apart the obvious one, right? Everybody knows Patrick Mahomes is gonna, is gonna be the top voted okay. MVP guy, right? And he was by far. But cap or no cap, Q, should Josh Allen be the second guy that everyone is picking to be MVP this year? Because he finished with the second most amount of votes, and he has yeah, they're saying plus twelve hundred on the odds for him if you're gambling. You know, um. I definitely think that that's – I think that's no cap. I think Josh Allen is really good quarterback. I think he's really shown what he could do for that Buffalo team. There was a lot of questions when he came out of the draft or was in the draft and came out and Buffalo got him, uh, you know, coming out of Wyoming um, by way of, a, you know, a, a junior college, a Reedley College. And so I thought, okay, well, maybe he'll be okay, but he looks like he's really matured and, and really uh, established the NFL game quick, fast, and hurry. So I can understand why folks would say – that Josh Allen is uh is should be like the the second favorite for the league MVP. Um, but I, I always hate going with the the easy answer, which is the quarterback. You know, I mean, there's so many different positions in the league that I think are valuable, and I, I just and I know this position is not valued that much, but um, I think that the the guy that should really be looked at the most uh, when it comes to the the MVP voting is not Patrick Mahomes, is not Josh Allen. I'm looking at Deuce Deuce, man. I'm looking at Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry Ooh. in Tennessee, he should get the due respect that he, I mean, he's earned that respect. He's he's carried a whole franchise on his back now, or on his legs, I should say, for a couple seasons. I mean, he he, he can hope he'll get another contract. He could carry it on his arm, like yep. one arm. Not both arms. He can carry a whole franchise on one arm. I've yep. seen them arms. So, uh, like, look at, man, I, I you ain't wrong. I've gotten into this debate with people when I, when people are like, man, Ryan Tannehill makes that offense go, and I just be like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? Like, there, you take Derrick Henry out of that offense. Now everyone's like, oh, we can get ready for Ryan Tannehill. But when he, whenever he's on the field, and this is why the Titans are a serious threat this year. 
when he's on the field, you have to focus on stopping that man. But now they got Julio Jones and AJ Brown and Anthony Ferguson versus just a tight end they have around. And then you know Ryan Tannehill. Now you don't have to be the star. Right. You're like, listen, everyone's worried about that guy. Now I can be cool. I, I feel you, man. Derrick Henry, you are not capping there, sir. He needs to be looked at a little bit more. Didn't get a single vote here. But there's a guy who got uh got two votes here that I feel like, yeah, I think people are a little above the gas here. Cap or no cap, should Matt Stafford be tied for third in MVP voting? Man, don't get me started on Matt Stafford again, man. That is such a sore <laughs> subject. You're capping, you're capping, you're capping. There ain't no way Matt Stafford should be in the conversation for any kind of MVP. I keep, I pull my hair out, man. If you're on YouTube, you see I don't have a lot of hair to begin with. I, I, I don't understand what the infatuation is with Matt Stafford. He's done nothing in his career that shows you that he should be a league MVP. He has a strong arm. Great. So did Jeff George. He had a terrible team that he was with in Detroit. So what? Great. Of people so, do. I mean, it's just it is so what it Jeff is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, are you serious? Just whatever. He went to Highland Park in Texas. Lovely. Who cares? I mean, Ooh. no, you're capping. He's not. He's not a league MVP. He shouldn't be first in the voting. He shouldn't be second in the voting. He shouldn't be. He should not be on the list for voting. He's lucky he got the hell out of Detroit and has a chance to even uh, have a little bit of life in, in L.A. with the Rams. We'll see if he's going to be a league MVP. I don't think so. That's an absolute cap. Yeah, a lot of people rush to conclusions about him being with the Rams. And listen, I get it. They got weapons. He's on a team that probably will be in the playoffs. There's more excitement there. Um, each The players who each got one vote, Aaron Donald, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Russell Wilson. Thank no you. If you're going to talk about a Ram, give Aaron Donald some damn love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. H2P, by the way, pit grad right there. Um, and from the city of Pittsburgh, lots of love for Aaron How Donald. How does but Matt yeah, Stafford get more love than Aaron Donald? You tell me, Q. You tell me because I don't see it. I, 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 and listen, I get quarterback. And listen, if your argument's like, listen, man, they're not going to give it to a D tackle. I, you know, I, I okay, I understand your argument, but not Matthew Stafford. And like, if you would say Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson would right. get more votes than Aaron Donald, no problems. Right. But Matt Stafford, you, you, reaching, reaching. Like Aaron like, Donald like, could be in the voting for Defensive Player of the Year and MVP every year. Yep. Every year, he's that damn good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. We'll get to him in a sec because the defensive player of the year is coming up. Offensive player of the year, though, player with the most votes. And this was a lot tighter because Patrick Mahomes ran away with the last one. Offensive player of the year, top vote getter, Christian McCaffrey with five votes. Um, the next couple guys got four votes each. Cap or no cap, should Christian McCaffrey be the top guy The top guy for the, uh, to get offensive player of the year? No, nah, you're capping. You're capping. Um, Ooh, okay, I got to see okay. if Christian McCaffrey is even healthy. You know, I, I mean, how much did Christian McCaffrey miss last season uh, with Carolina after signing that big-time contract? I like Christian McCaffrey. I like that he's a multiple-back guy. I mean, he could do multiple things, catch the ball, obviously run the rock. He's definitely a talented dude. How many games is Carolina prepared to win? You know That's what I mean? Like, you don't win question. five or six games and become the MVP. Nah, nah. I just don't. Unless, I don't. Unless you got like four thousand yards, like, right? I just, I like, just don't okay. see the Carolina Panthers taking that big a step this year. No. I believe in Matt Rule. Anyone who's listened to this show knows I believe in Matt Rule. I just don't believe in him this year. I don't believe Sam Darnold is that good of a quarterback, and I think that that's going to be one of the Achilles' heels. And I think that if you go through and study the history of Matt Rule, it's not the first year he's really good. It's not the second year he's really good. It's the third year. So Panther fans, that's next year. Christian McCaffrey, not so much. I feel you. I feel you. Give me what uh, your cap or uh, give me a cap or no cap on offensive play of the year voting here. Well, there was a bunch of different votes on there. 
Uh, I got to shout out Darren Waller, uh, David Carwin. <laughs> <laughs> he went ahead and did that. I mean, he's a damn good tight end. I just don't he see. Is. I don't see him being voted as a as as a. Well, you see, of the year. you see who voted for him. Yeah, it was David Carr, right. brother of known Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. Yeah, that so kind of takes the credibility away a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, you know, like. yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't subscribe to that, but I know Darren Waller's damn good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna no, go back to the well. I'm gonna go back to where I rode already. Derek Henry, offensive. Offensive player of the year. I, I think that that's who he should be. I think he should be in the running for MVP. And if he's not going to be the MVP, he damn sure should be the offensive, uh, not rookie, offensive player of the year. So, yeah, cap or no cap, I'm riding with uh, Derrick Henry. No no cap there. I'm right with you. And it's it, what's, what, what is cap to me is how Christian McCaffrey gets five votes and Derrick Derek McHenry, Derrick Henry gets one vote. Right. How? What? What are you looking at? I don't now, get again, that. This was comeback play of the year, and we'll get to that later in the show. This is comeback play of the year. Totally get that. Derrick Henry's not coming back. He's the man. But he's the sheriff at running back. Like, you know, if you wanted to say Dalvin Cook, and Dalvin Cook also got one vote here. I, I, I'd understand that, too. But Derrick Henry gets you know five times less votes than Christian McCaffrey? Well, and the and other then, thing I don't understand about this, if you're the league MVP, let's just say you're the league MVP and you're Patrick Mahomes. You're on offense. Wouldn't you be the yeah. offensive player Didn't of the you year, be too? be the offensive player of the year, right. There's always that politics of they want to make sure different guys get get awards every Why? year. Why? I want they, them all. If I'm I the wanna, best, yeah, if I'm the best like, I want them all. I want, I want my hardware on the trophies on this wall behind me. That's what I'm saying. I feel you on that. Back in the day, um, man, we'd go to the club and we wanted all the honeys. <laughs> we didn't want one honey and share the other honey with the homeboy. We wanted all the honeys. Stop it. That was back in the day, though. I'm just saying. Back in the day, back yeah. in the day when we made it clap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but oh man, that's that's you, sir. You just go a whole other direction. Here we go with the back in the day with the honeys, <laughs> the honeys. He says. Um, but no, but uh, to your point, uh, you know, players want it, but I, I get the politics of the voters being like, hey, let's spread it out because you know, I think media wise, it's like, listen, it gives us more things to talk about, more players to talk about when it comes to that. But still, yet yeah, I'm with you. Derrick Henry should be getting more votes on this list. All right, last one. Before oh, side first note. Sorry, I didn't want to give you a side note. I do have the ultimate right. honey now. The wife is the ultimate honey. I just wanted, oh, to, I just wanted to add uh, that ladies, in there. Way to save yourself. Because if she saw this episode, she'd have been like, you was doing Yeah, what? exactly. Uh, <laughs> I wake up with a knife in the side of the bed. I better make sure I clarify what's going on. <laughs> Actually, we're going to we're going to cut to a break. If we come back, you'll get our thoughts on defensive player of the year and all the rookies uh, for, the, for this season. But first, I got to tell you about our sponsor, Built Bar. If you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar, Built Bar is the ultimate protein bar for you. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salted caramel, cookies and cream, Rocky Road, or my personal favorite, double chocolate, Built Bar has so many flavors for you to enjoy. And the best part, they're all healthy. They range from 130 to 180 calories they pack 17 to 18 grams of protein only four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs that's a tasty and healthy snack that'll save you from eating the snack you'll regret later and stay on task with anyone's diet or to stay and get your favorite flavor delivered right to your door by going to built.com and use promo code locked 15 that's l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your order again that's promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com
here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with your boy Q. Remember, you can catch us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast on YouTube uh, to get us every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, you get us on Fridays, but we have a, a, an all-star lineup of show hosts all throughout the week. Now, Q, let's move to Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I think buddy. this also gets, gets a little bit more contentious. Now, the number one vote getter was Miles Garrett. Okay. For, for 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 he got ten votes. The next closest vote getters got six votes. Are you cap or no cap that Miles Garrett should be the presumed or the 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 guy that's leading the votes for my for defensive player of the year heading into the season? You know, I mentioned before that Aaron Donald could be that guy every single year. I have no doubt about it. He's just that damn good. I mean, he really is. He's 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 just heads and tails probably above everyone in the league. But it kind of goes back to the old Michael Jordan, LeBron James kind of conversation in the NBA. They could have been the league MVP probably every year of their career. Um, I think that Aaron Donald, he's in that same category. But Miles Garrett is a stud. I mean, he's an absolute monster. So uh, I'm, I'm not. There's no cap there. There's no cap at all. Um, I, uh, I, I think that Miles Garrett could definitely be in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. He caught a case of COVID in 2020, and he kind of never was the same. I think he bounces back. I'm interested to see how Jadavion Clowney how he helps out in the mix. I uh, hear he's going to be lining up on the inside, so he's going to be going up against guards, and apparently that makes him happy. So we'll see what a happy Jadavion Clowney. That's a guy who I mean, if you think you tell me he's going to get eight or nine sacks in a season, I'll tell you you're capping because I just don't see it. He's just not a guy who gets after the quarterback, but he's still a monster. He could play. He could play. Don't get me wrong. He's just not a sack guy. But I I think I'll say I'll say no cap, man. No cap. I think Miles Garrett has got the goods. And uh, if he stays healthy throughout the course of the season and gets a little bit of help from Jadamion Clowney, I think he could get that uh, that defensive player of the year. So I'm going to roll with uh, no cap for Miles Garrett. Sir, I am calling straight cap here. Damn, you're a hater. you know what? You can call me a hater. I'm sorry. That's that light skin Donald. hate. Whoa, what's up with that? We're just why, why are we bringing the light skin? I'm hate? just saying that's that light skin hate, Miles Garrett. You know he's not the he's not. That's just what I'm saying. Okay, so I, my first pick was Aaron Donald. He's light skin. <laughs> See, and, 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 I told and, you and he's light skin with beard. <laughs> listen, listen. All right, okay. Funny conversation. So I so I, I was talking to Cam Hayward because. Whatever it is, light-skinned dude with beard, yeah. we all look the same to people, yep. right? So I've gotten told, you know, I'm in Pittsburgh, right? They tell me, you look like a young Jerome Bettis. You look just like Cam Hayward. You look like Aaron Donald. Right. When I was in college and I was a little skinnier, they said, man, you look just like Drake. And I'm like, listen, man, like, do I just look like every light-skinned dude? So I was joking around with Cam Hayward about this. Like, man, I get this. He's like, yeah, man, I know what you mean. See? Like, you know. And I'm sitting here like, by the way, Cam Taylor, I'm like 5'11". Cam's 6'5 or some stuff. Like, I'm looking like, how could anyone say I look like this man? And then I was like, so we're going to the line. And I said, now I got told I got look like PK Subban. And Ken Hay was like, no, that's just racist. Like, that's just <laughs> like, cause PK Subban is as dark as Q. So yeah. What? what? That's and, great. The, and then the guy who told me that like, is, is like, you know, we're cool, but like, and we're friends, but like, like I was like, dog, like don't ever say that again. Right. Right. You done gone too um, far. Now you done gone you done too gone, far. You done gone too far, my friend. All right. But back, back to why I'm capping on miles. Garrett okay. The leading defense player of the year. Aaron Donald, like he, the guy runs the show. Yeah. He's the best player. You, he's the best player in football. And, and that's with Patrick Mahomes and anyone else you would have put in that conversation. Until he stops doing it, I'm not picking him. But there's another guy who comes above Miles Garrett. And 
you could say this is biased because I cover the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it's TJ Watt. There has not been a year since both of them were drafted in the first round of 2017 that Miles Garrett has finished with more sacks than TJ Watt. Every single year, it is TJ Watt over Miles Garrett. Okay. And listen, if you want to say that Miles Garrett has the potential, sure, right. fine. But they've both been in this in the league. What? four years now and there's not a season where you can say miles garrett had a more complete year than tj watt it, it hasn't happened yet and if if it, it if it does this year fine you called it but don't tell me that you're coming into this with facts it's just your your hopes and your dreams right. that miles garrett will be better than tj watt it hasn't happened yet now i will say if i'm taking miles garrett i'll take him over derwin james because i you know derwin james he got he was he tied he had the fourth most votes with three votes total. he's always injured He's injured. I, I don't see that. And that's the thing. I don't hate Miles Garrett. Right. Almost just like, uh, you know, uh, as a person, like when people like, people jump over TJ Watt to talk about this guy, and I'm like, TJ's why does here. Like, let me ask you, why does that happen? Why does TJ Watt not get talked about unless you're in Pittsburgh? I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe it's because people are tired of talking about the Watts. I, I maybe maybe and and cap, and cap on that because you know what TJ is his own man. He does his yeah. own thing. And one thing I've seen from him is when he came to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They challenged him, and he grew. Like the I remember the first training camp, he didn't have a whole lot of pass rush moves because in college at Wisconsin, he just bullied people. He just said, yeah. move on up the way. That didn't work in the NFL. I remember James Harrison in his last year with the Steelers said, 9-0, come here. He pulled him to the side, and like I saw him show him like the rip move and work some other things. He said, do these more consistently. Next couple reps, he does that. In his, in his rookie season, he only had a couple moves. But by his second year, he had three or four moves in his pass rushing repertoire. Now he's arguably the best. No, not arguably. He's the best edge rusher in football right now. And that's why the Steelers are are, are looking to pay him and make him the highest paid defensive player in football right now. So um, that, that I, I had to jump all over that. Give me a cap or no cap from your standpoint. for for I know I just jumped in and gave myself one. Give you, you give me one on defensive player of the year. No, that's good. I like that. That was a good one. And I, I actually, even though, you know, uh, most people will look at it and say, oh, he's a Pittsburgh guy. He's going to shout out his Pittsburgh dude. But that's that was a very good argument for T.J. Watt. And, I, again, he does get overlooked a lot. Uh, I still remember when the Raiders had a chance to draft him and they took Gary on Conley instead. I'll just leave that there. Just leave that there. Ouch. Gary on Conley's not even in the league anymore. Just yeah. throw that out there. Yeah, I'm not bitter or anything. But anyway, let's move on. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I yeah. Let's Actually, let's let's go to offensive rookie of the year because I think we did a good job talking okay. about that. Okay. Le- leading vote getter, Justin Fields, cap or no cap? Uh, I think you're capping. I think you're capping. Really? I think you're capping, and this is why. I don't okay. know when he's going to start playing. I don't think he's going to play for the entire season. So I think there's other guys, including Mac Jones, who we know is going to be playing for the entire season, who's opening eyes. I doubted Mac Jones. I didn't think that he was really going to be that guy. We both talked about Mac Jones. Well, he beat out Cam. I know there's a lot of issues that went along in New England, including New England itself, not the the team, but the city. There's, There's issues around why Cam wasn't the favorite guy there. I get that. But Mac Jones played his tail off. So he's going to start week one. Uh, there's other guys. Zach Wilson's going to start week one. There's other guys yeah. that could start week one. Uh, I think Trey Lance, but, you know, he's Trevor. special. He's not going to start week one, but he's special. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say you're capping when you say Justin Fields is uh, is the league, leading vote getter. Yeah, so I, I get it because I, I, I say I'm not I, I say it's not no cap on okay. uh, on Justin Fields because I think he's going to be phenomenal this year once he I think it's not going to take too long for him to start for the Bears I think but you know by, by week four we see this man and I think he starts taking over they got they got weapons they got um, they got a defense that can keep them in games and I think the Bears will be competitive with Justin Fields and the reason that's why I say 
over him over Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence is because those are two teams that I still see in the rebuilding process um, with their quarterbacks. Mac Jones, though, I will say, and, and, and whenever Trey Lance does take over, because you know he will eventually this year, yeah. those are two guys I wouldn't I wouldn't sniff at. But tied for third in voting here with four votes was Najee Harris. And I, you know, I, I again as a Pittsburgh guy, I, I get it. Um, you know, I get I, I, you know, I look at this and Najee Harris, he's gonna be a focal point of the offense, or maybe even the focal point of the offense. They're gonna throw him the ball, they're gonna hand the ball off to him. He's gonna be a big point there. But like you said, you know, quarterback often gets the thing. Always. That's why I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I feel the Justin Fields pick. But uh quick, Kyle Pitts. He's, he, had, he had three votes. He was tied for Trey Lance. Do you think he has a legit shot at, the, at, at, at Rookie of the Year? No, no. I think I think it'll be a quarterback or it'll be Najee Harris. I, I, I do feel Najee Harris. I like him a lot. He's actually the guy I picked to be the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I just I just I like him a lot. I mean, I really do. I think Pittsburgh got a good one. Uh, they're going to get back to playing the style of ball that Pittsburgh used to play instead of throw the rock around the yard 50 times. And even when they, and like you say, when they do throw the ball to him, they can still throw it to him. So I think he's going to be used in a multiple uh, ways. Uh, he's a winner. You know, he's, he's a team player. I, there's a lot to like about Najee. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with him. Um, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that uh, 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 Pitts has any chance of winning it. Um, I want to see how that dynamic works in Atlanta anyway. So, yeah, if you say that he's going to win uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, you're definitely capping. Uh, listen, now I know straight up your answer will be on this one. We're going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. The going away vote getter with 15 votes, the next guy had 11 votes, was Micah Parsons. Ooh. I know you ain't capping on that one. Oh man, you know what? Defensive rookie of the year. Other guy, other guys that were vote getters here. Patrick Sertan had eleven votes. I like uh, him. Jamin Davis had one vote. Trayvon Morig had one vote, and Joe Tryon uh, had uh, had one vote uh, with the Buccaneers. I- I'm sorry, Micah Parsons is, is just in that position, and he's that kind of athlete for the Cowboys to get that kind of that that kind of voting for this year. Yeah, I I still don't know though if a linebacker for the Cowboys is going to get it. You know what I mean? I just Okay. He's he's a good he's a damn good linebacker. I was excited that they were able to grab him cuz it's an area of need and plus he's an alpha dog, but they also went out and got Cox from LSU and I think he's going to be a hell of an addition as well. Um, you know, I, I just I think that there's some new pieces on that Cowboy defense, so I don't know if uh, he's going to end up being that the the clear cut alpha dog immediately but he's a damn good uh, pick and I'll I'll say this I'm gonna go with a pick that's gonna sound so homerish but I'm okay with that but I've been I like I've been championing about Najee Harris the whole time I think Trayvon Merrick I think he's gonna be the dude that free safety for the Raiders I really do Uh, I I liked him a lot at TCU he's a ball hawk uh, he's playing in Gus Bradley's scheme, and and that's playing that Earl Thomas role. So he's going to have an opportunity to create some turnovers. And we all know turnovers are sexy in the league. If he comes away with three or four interceptions throughout the course of the year, some impact interceptions, I think he's going to win it. But uh, there's some really good good uh, good defensive rookies of, of the year candidates on that list. And, uh, of course, Michael Parsons is one of them. Uh, Patrick Sertan is a good one. Man, he's a good one. I, I love DBs, man. DBs in secondary. DBs win games all day. Yeah, he, he's I'm Alabama. Excited. Roll Tide. I'm with it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I, I just don't think that – or I don't want Sertan to win it because if he does, that means that Denver did really well, and that hurts the AFC – or that's in the AFC West, and that'll probably hurt the Raiders. So, uh, yeah, Patrick Sertan, let's go ahead and sit this one out, man. <laughs> don't do I, it. I, I feel you on that. I, but, yeah, defensive player of the year, you know, I, I hear you on Micah. I understand why you're saying there, Patrick Sertan, you don't want him to, but – but man, he looks—he looks. He looks He's a hard. stud. 
stud. He, he, he looked the part, certainly. But but I, I feel like Trayvon Morgan, and I understand some people might say, "Oh man, you just you just repping the Raiders." Like, no, nah, like I, I looked at the draft, and this was this wasn't one of your stronger safety drafts where you had guys just flying up in the top right. ten. But I looked at that, and I was like, man, like. If in a perfect world, if you could get because the Steelers always pick at the at the back end of drafts, yep. like this would have been the year to do that for safety. Because I was surprised he was a second round that. guy. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like, like, it, like made it always. I thought he was going to go at least in the in the mid twenties, yep. let alone late twenties. Yep. Um, Me too. But uh, but but there's that. We're gonna get into. We got two more things to c- touch on: comeback player of the year and coach of the year. Um, but first, we're gonna tell you guys about BetOnline.ag. Uh, it's that time of the year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updates on odds. Props, contests, including the half million dollar NFL mega contest and the two hundred thousand dollar NFL Survivor contest, both open right now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a one hundred percent welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. That's make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to twenty five dollars. And if you also lose, you can listen to me and Q talk about it uh, because we will be recapping that show right here on the Locked On NFL podcast. But bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right down to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. When we come back, I promise you, I promise you, well, maybe that you won't get some uh, some takes that won't come as homerish from Q and I, you know, him of uh, of, you know, of Raiders fans and me of uh, Steeler Nation. There's no such thing. Here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast, I'm Chris Carter here with your boy Q. We just uh, wrapped up talking about Defensive Player of the Year voting. Anything you wanted to say at the end there, Q? Yeah, man. Yeah, your whole little your whole little Steeler thing that you said that little that little cute phrase that you try to say, man. We all know it doesn't exist. I don't know what fantasy world you live in, but you know, hey, you know, if anyone goes back and listens to the history of the show, not only do you try to steal the. The Raiders catchphrases. You done tried to call yourself your boy Chris Whatever. Carter. You done, you done, Listen, you know. Was, that was one time I was saying your name and I started saying my name and it was like it was, it was also like one in the morning. Like we were up real late that night. It was it was rough, bro. Like, I mean, me you know, right you didn't you didn't try to like. Listen, I legit I legit battle you on Steeler Nation thing because again, Steeler Nation is like no it's such like thing. No such thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's like, like when you say those words, it's like I hear Charlie Brown's teacher. That's what I hear. But listen, man, listen, man. I feel you, but yeah, nah, you was you was wrong, dog. But that's a that's why I, I just hit the quick exit because I knew he was coming. And then <laughs> as soon as like the, the the interlude music's playing, I just see Q shaking his head like this, man. Right? It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> hey, look, everyone wants to be us, and nobody wants to be us. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean everyone wants to be you? No, it's, everyone wants to be it's the Steelers. Got six Super Bowls. They, they fine, man. It, no, I'm sh- saying everyone wants to be us, like me. I'm not talking about the team. I'm saying everyone wants to be like me. You know what I mean? It's okay. That's okay, man. That's, That's okay. okay. Say hello to the bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but let's let's get to the next award here. Comeback player of the year. Ooh. Now the 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 out the outright vote getter in the in these NFL. Also, all these predictions came from NFL.com's NFL season award prediction list. Who wins all these awards in 2021? Check out all their votes. They had several panelists vote on this. Um but they had the out the outright number one guy with 15 votes. The next guy had five votes 
was Dak Prescott. Yeah, I get it. That's an easy one. Quarterbacks get this. Yeah, he's coming back off an injury. It's looking like he will be back, and we're hoping that he that he is back because it it, it makes things better to have him back. Um, but we'll we'll get past it. That's an obvious one. I won't ask you about the top one. Okay, but how about Darwin James and Nick Bosa both getting two votes? tied for third in, in voting here for comeback player of the year cap or no cap are those should one of those guys be higher on this list um yeah well, I'll, I'll say one of the i'll say i'll say like this one of those guys should be high on this list cap or no caps so then you can like say am i capping or not capping um i don't even know what you said but i'll just say this that yes <laughs> one of those one of those guys should be higher on the list and it's not derwin james one of those guys should be higher on the list. It's Nick Bosa. And the reason yeah. why is Nick Bosa's been there, done that. He's shown yes, what he yeah. could do. He's been, he's, he's been a player that, that has to come back and be that guy again. Derwin James is a special talent, but unfortunately for Derwin James in the league so far, he's been a hurt talent. He's been an injured talent, and that stinks. And so every year he has a potential to be a comeback guy, but he's coming back to what? What has he done? Has he played at a high level yet, like a super high level consistently? Not yet. Can he do it? Yes, but he just yeah. hasn't done it. And so I don't think that he has an opportunity to come back to anything yet. So I got to go with Nick Bosa, who's a guy who played in the Super Bowl, a guy who showed his worth immediately his rookie year. So, you know, not a big Bosa fan, to say the least. I'm just not. I think that's a weird family, but I'm not talking about the family. I'm talking about the talent on the field. And I got to mm -hmm. give him credit for that. I think if he comes back healthy and he's able to be a part of that, uh, that San Francisco rotation on that defensive line and be a healthy part of it, I think no doubt about it, he has an opportunity to, to be that guy. But I think it all goes back to Dak Prescott again, like you mentioned. I, I feel you on that. I, I will say this. Uh, you talked about, you know, you got to come back to something. Sam Darnold got a vote on this list right has sam darnold ever been the guy like he's coming know, back from mono just dang dang i forgot all about that situation oh man yeah i'm sorry why is sam darnold even yeah he's he's, he's done nothing he's done nothing but play mediocre and he's had mono and he was on a bad team and now he's on a team that's probably not that much better either i mean there's i don't understand what he's what has he done to come back to Exactly. I'm right with you on that. Now, let's let's get to the last award here, and that's coach of the year. Uh oh. Now, um, there this was this was a tight vote voting set set here because there was one guy who won with six votes, two guys that tied with five votes. We had a four vote guy and a few three vote guys. Um, but uh, the winner here, Kevin Stefanski for the Cleveland Browns, getting okay. the uh, coach of the year prediction here, right behind him, Kyle Shanahan Ooh. and Brandon St and Brandon Staley. Okay. Um, interesting picks here, but cap or no cap, Kevin Stefanski should be the guy here. Um, I'm going to say that you're capping, uh, and only I'm going to say that because I'm still not 100% convinced that Cleveland's all the way back. Uh, they had a nice showing in 2020, but that doesn't mean that all of a sudden they're, they're you know, first and goal to the Super Bowl. I, don't, I just don't, Thank I don't, you. I don't see that right now. I want to see Baker Mayfield prove that he really is the dude. Of course, he's trying to get a big time contract extension. Is he going to get that? You know, well, who knows? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I'm sure he will, but will he deserve it? That's another question. So I, I just, I'd like to see him prove it again. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is coming back. I want to see Kevin Stefanski use the guy. He's a talented dude. Let me see him use him. I know you got it going on with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but how do you put 
Odell Beckham in there? How do you put Jarvis Landry in there? How does everything, how does the, 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 the meal get cooked with all those talents in there? And can, and can Baker Mayfield spread it out around the, around the field? Uh, I, I, it remains to be seen. So, no, I think that you're capping when you come to Kevin Stefanski as the, as the coach of the year. And, and again, it's different when, you know, when, when you're the hunted. Right. You know, like every week when the Steelers play somebody, when the Cowboys, the Packers, the Patriots, they know everyone's like, man, we're gearing up for these guys. No one did that for the Browns. They're the Browns. Right. You know, they're, they're, they're one of the biggest jokes in sports. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're known as the, the, the factory of sadness. That's like that's literally been a nickname for their stadium. So, like, it'll be different this year. Like, like especially with the Steelers, the Steelers are like, oh, oh, you beat us in the playoffs. All right. <laughs> let's see how let's see how this goes this year. Yeah. Um. So, I you know, and I'm not saying Kevin Stevens is a bad coach, but. I pumped the brakes on, right. on, on putting him up there. Uh, Sean McDermott uh, with four votes. Uh, you know, I don't, I, ain't, I ain't mad at that. Right. Uh, tying, tying for fourth uh, here. Sean Payton got three votes. Now, see, I like um, this one. I like yeah. Sean Payton because if he could turn Jameis Winston, if he could turn him from water mm-hmm. to wine, then I'll give him a lot of credit. You know what I mean? I'm not. I like Jameis. I think he's a talented dude. But I also know that last time he was a full time quarterback, he threw for thirty something touchdowns and thirty something interceptions. If he can cut that in half and really make New Orleans kind of not forget about Drew Brees, but not think about Drew Brees a yesteryear, then yeah. they're doing something. If they go out there and they challenge for that division and even win that division, I I would give that award to Sean Payton every day of the week and twice on Sunday. That, that's the thing. And also, the really good odds here, plus 2000 You put $100 down on Sean Payton's name. Say, let's say Jameis Winston comes out and lights it up, and they don't win the Super Bowl. They make the playoffs. Right. But you're like, man, that Saints team, they really turned it around. Sean Payton, you get co- you get coach of the year. You just made $2,000. Like, right. like, you know, that I, I, that, I can totally see that happening. Because, again, it's not like the Saints are devoid of talent. Right. But, that, but that narrative of, Drew Brees, longtime Hall of Fame right. quarterback, gone, replaced by Jameis Winston, who couldn't really work out in Tampa Bay. That will give people make people look at Sean Payton. So I, I feel you that entirely. Um, Bruce Arians had uh, two votes. Uh, Robert Sala had two votes. Brian, how did Flores Robert Sala get on there? How did Robert because he's new? Yeah, I'm with you. Little, what little what are the Jets going to do? Zach Wilson's going to take over the league? It, exactly. Exactly, and I don't see that happen. I don't see any way. Give me AFC a break. Is too low. He got he got he got one more vote than Brian Flores, and I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. Brian, Brian Flores, Flores had ten wins last season. Exactly. Robert Sala hasn't coached one time. Not one. He's not a head coach. Not one time, and they he got more votes than than Brian Flores. That's ridiculous. He got more votes than Brian Flores and Andy Reid, who got one vote. But you know who didn't get a single vote? And and I want you to think really hard as you look at me and think about who I'm about to say. Somebody light skin? <laughs> I'm kidding. Mike Tomlin. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Here ain't nothing light skin about Mike Tomlin. Um, but, but that man, listen, this man has never had a losing season. And here's the here's the thing. If you want to go with the argument of, you know, like, well, Sean Payton with Jameis Winston, all I've heard all offseason Q is how Ben Roethlisberger stinks. I just sat on an AFC North panel where all four of the guys said Ben Roethlisberger is the worst quarterback in division. The Steelers don't stand a chance. And they all said it last year, too. They said 5-11. and 11. They won't stand a chance. Then all of a sudden, they're 12-4, and four and it's like, eh, well, you know. And it's like, no, 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 no. You guys, yes, they lost in the first round of the playoffs, but you said they wouldn't even get there. Right. They won the division last year, and that was with no round. They had the worst running game in football. Now they have Najee Harris. Now they're revamping their offensive line. Ben Roethlisberger's coming back. If Ben Roethlisberger is this horrible quarterback that everyone says he is, and the Steelers are competing to win the division, they win the division, they go in the playoffs, if they do that again this year, 
Why isn't Mike Tomlin at least getting a couple votes in, in this panel? Because he certainly deserves it as, and as a coach. He will be a Hall of Fame NFL coach by the end of his career. I can see that. I can see that. I, I would definitely put him over Robert Sala. Uh, I would put him and Andy Reid over Robert Sala, but I, I love and the Black fact Forest. I love the <laughs> fact that you said he's never had the you know the the losing record. I mean that's that's impressive right there, man. Because the NFL is tough, man. That's not that's not an easy league to get wins in, and and teams rebuild all the time, and teams go through injuries, and and he's done all of that. He's gone through injuries. He's been on third string quarterbacks. He's been with no run game. He's Fourth been string quarterbacks even. Right, exactly. He's had he's had stars hold out. He's had stars flip out. He's had I mean, there's been so many issues that he's found ways to overcome. I got to give him a lot of credit even though he big time me uh when I tried to interview him. It's okay. He big time me. I still got love not, for him. You're not alone there, Q though. I'll let you know. You're you're in a, you're, you're in the club of hey, you you you're working to get to Mike Tomlin. You right. get big time by <laughs> old Omar Epps looking self, but it's all good. <laughs> I mean, but but like like you said, in 2019, when Ben Roethlisberger went down, if you wanted to make it, well, Ben Roethlisberger is the reason why he's never had a right. losing season. Well, in 2019, Ben played two games and he lost both of them before his elbow gave out. They went eight and six with Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. The duck. Devlin Hodges. The duck. <laughs> like, if there's ever if there's ever a situation where if you're arguing like, oh, uh, he shouldn't be. Uh, this, that, and the third. You shouldn't be coached. You know, he should have. He shouldn't have a losing season because he had Ben. Sorry, that goes out the window. They they won with those two dudes, and that was the same year Mason Rudolph in, in the middle of the season when he's starting to figure things out. Earl Thomas knocks him out. Right. Like, I mean, just head, head, head to helmet to helmet, took him out. He was Mason Rudolph was out before he hit the ground. I remember watching that live. And then same season, Miles Garrett clocks Mason Rudolph over the head with his own helmet. I mean. As a quarterback, that's a that's like back to back crazy experiences. Yeah. I understand if my, my Mason Rudolph stinks for the rest of his life, and I think he's a decent backup quarterback now. Uh, but uh, but you know, you get a team through all of that drama, and like you said, that's 2019. That's coming off of the year before Antonio Brown disappearing on them. The year before Le'Veon Bell was supposed to show up in 2018, never did. Yeah, that's back to back drama, and he never lost that locker room. Mike Tomlin definitely needs to be on this list i'm saying all of y'all are capping on nfl.com if not one of you gave him a vote for coach of the year but this has been a fun episode of cap or no cap with chris carter and your boy q here on the locked on nfl podcast q as always it's fun to do these shows with you man thank you for being my my co-host and my brother on fridays let me know i can find you follow you and get more of your work everything is on my twitter page man at your boy q254 locked on bets locked on raiders uh, my radio show you can see all the guests you can see the links so you can click on it uh i'm like a jamaican man i got a job over here then i got a job over there then i got a job over here man always working always hustling man that's how we get down that's what we do, man. Matter of fact, I'm about to go to work right now. As soon as I I hang up with the uh, light skin uh, uh, Christopher Carter, man, you uh, you get to work inside. I get to work outside. That's how it is. <laughs> Dang, you went there. I mean, yeah, I would work inside. I, I mean, mean, you know, know. Let me, let me hey, bring some tea. You know? Nothing wrong with AC, man. <laughs> I'm like, listen, listen. It was crazy right now. This is a little darker, Chris Carter, because I've been at training camp. Bro, there you go. I've, I've been getting my tail. You, you can see, like, I get, and it's funny because I'm like the only black person that covers the Pittsburgh Steelers regularly at, at training camp. So, like, everyone else is turning red. I'm just turning a little bit, a little bit, a little bit brown. Little I told brown. you you want to be more and more like me every day, man. Oh, shut, shut up, man. Shut I'm going to learn you. I'm going to learn you. Don't worry. <laughs> 
<laughs> as always, you can find me, Chris Carter, on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Follow me on those places. Listen to both of our shows outside of Locked On NFL at Locked On Raiders, Locked On Steelers. We have a good time on those. Subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey, as well as YouTube. Um, and subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast. We have all of our platforms out here. It's a lot of great content. Thanks again for watching, listening to us. Have a great weekend. Football is back next week, y'all. I'm pumped. I know you are too. We'll be recapping on the uh, the uh, Thursday the Thursday night season opener between the Cowboys and Buccaneers right here in the Locked On NFL podcast in next week's Friday edition. And that's a show. No cap. No cap. Oh.